There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. I'm not being sexy shut that curtain a little bit oh okay well we are recording so that's how we've started this uh, excellent um, well Stuart has joined me in my uh, flat today haven't you this is quite rare is yeah. this, is this the, only the second one we've ever recorded in here I think so I think we did record one other yeah um, but I can't remember if that was for public broadcast if that was just a pro- more like a private private personal tapes it was definitely personal um your car's fucked, isn't it? Yeah, again, after spending a grand on it, what, yeah. two months ago? Yeah. So I'm really, really happy about all of it. Like When I heard the engine starting to rattle, I was like, yes! Yeah. That's exactly exactly how I wanted my week to start. There's nothing worse than when you hear a noise in your car that you know shouldn't be there. Oh. And then you just kind of think, hopefully when I turn it off and I turn it on again, it won't be there. <laughs> It'll be better. And it, that never works no, like that, does really, it? And it just really. them, them rattles generally just mean, well, that's going to cost a lot of money, isn't it? Especially when it's in the engine. Yeah. And, and I know it's And in it's inconvenient. Yeah. And like, I was driving home in the motorway, and it was one of those ones where I'm like, is this bad enough where I have to stop? Yeah. Because if I stop, I mean, You're that's stuck. that's that's trouble in itself. Oh, that's, that's proper grim anxiety when that yeah. happens. It's them pangs of like... Just not knowing if your car's going to get you somewhere. No, exactly. And I'm driving at the weekend all over the shop. Um, and then the other thing was I finally I got it home, then I had to walk to my mum's house, and then was like, I'd got my mum new medication on Saturday, and I was like, right, mum, time to take your new meds. And she'd hidden them. <laughs> so then I spent the next hour and a half, two hours looking for her meds, which after then going to the chemists and getting all new prescriptions, the yeah. next day I went back and there was uh, the medication from the day before so on the kitchen I mean, table. We should clarify, your mum's got... Alzheimer's. Right, she's not just playing with your fucking <laughs> no. mind on purpose. No, no. <laughs> but uh, it's like literally, I literally turned the house upside down, emptied all the bins. Yeah. <laughs> to come back for so anyway that was my Monday mate how's your week started alright uh, how was my Monday it was alright really just uh, what did I do on Monday I think um, loosening spark plugs on my car nothing like that nothing like that I met your mum because she gave me some meds to look after <laughs> for a while and uh, no not a lot obviously we, we couldn't get to record in the evening um, no. hence this is why we're recording this one now, yeah. um, because of your um, your car, yeah. But we're here and we're recording, and we uh, 
We've got a good one today. Yeah, we're going to start one we've one that I thought of at about five a.m. this morning. Um, top five injuries that you've you done. looking at your penis when no, you I weren't oh, actually right. I weren't I weren't actually um, and I thought that's a bit of a strange one but quite quite fun and probably we've probably got our own stories to say about injuries we've had ones that just stick out in your memory for whatever okay. reason okay so these are injuries that you've generally bought on yourself yes right okay and, and before we start since we probably don't need to do intros to this do we because we're here and it's yep. just us two Shout out to um, Bang Boom, Luke, and all that those immediate amazing videos he's been doing for us recently. And if you're not following us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, I really would encourage you to to definitely follow us on Instagram because that that's generally where you see the videos first. Yeah. Um, at Hardcore Listing. And yeah, at Hardcore Listing, and it's Luke Van Boom alongside yeah. um, Love Beer, our two sponsors. Yeah. And. Luke has got his own um, video. What do you call it? A production company. Yeah, video I guess. production company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, oh my god, the stuff he's been doing. I mean, the Patreon one for Big Papa Jay. It's brilliant. Trippy as hell. It's, it? it's just different league. Yeah. It really is. And and yeah. so thanks massively to him. Thanks to um, Love Beer as well yeah, for course, for being Charles. a continual um, sponsor. Yeah. And um, while we're mentioning Patreon, mm-hmm. we might as well just. Have a quick shout out to that mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, well, so we, we we've done a celebratory one this week, didn't we? So it's a top five eighties things that you like. But we mm-hmm. did that with it was a it was a triple threat in terms of guests. It mm-hmm. was your wife. It was my wife. It was uh, BPJ, Big Papa J, yep. and um, Big Papa J's Bay, Antonia. Yep, which I she really like that. And 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 yeah, so yeah, that's a three parter. And so if you're ever wondering about Patreon and, and you know, you, you might hear us mention it every now and again on the podcast. It's something that you can go and have a look at for free. And you can see a little video that, that Chris and I made with um, Brad and 76 and Pip and Gal Porter. And and it explains everything. So you can just go over there and watch this little video of us being dicks, basically. Um, but within that, if you do decide to become a patron from as little as about 70p a month. 70p a month, and that's just to show you support. But to yeah. start getting new content, you need is $10 a month, which is next to fuck all for yeah. what we release, which is four other podcasts. And, uh, yeah, is it not $5 a no, month? No, no, first, first, first tranche is 10 Ah. And then, um, and for that, you get a podcast each week that is just specifically for patrons and patrons get to choose the top five so you can go do top five things that have gone wrong with chrissy's knob and we will literally do that um so head over to www.patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing and uh have a little look but should we get on with uh, oh i'll tell you what big thanks to 76 for producing this oh mate yeah let's not forget 76 yeah yeah i'll try to you just let's not make him so prominent in it. Okay. Right? He's not a big deal. Um, you're not a big deal, Stu. No. Okay. No. Hold your mic down. there, Chris, because I reckon you're holding the clip, so it's going to rattle oh. the mic. Here. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Hundred episodes by now, we should get the audio right. Well, we don't actually ever hold mics. So no, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm I'm holding mine, kind of Tony Hadley Spandau Ballet True video, <laughs> little pinky up. And uh, and Chris is holding his like he's hosting a TV show in 1984. <laughs> I really am. Um, <laughs> so okay, injuries. I think I started last week. So do you want to give your number five injury, mate? Okay. Um, it was a burn to my hand. Oh yeah. 
So, um, did you not use enough KY? No, I went to Iceland. Well, I went to Reykjavik um, with my wife, and funnily enough, Big Papa Jay and his wife, yeah, um, and some some other friends, and we done all the touristy things that you do. Yeah, that's a lie. Me and uh, Carol done all the, the, the touristy things. Yeah. Justin and Antonia uh, stayed in a pub in Reykjavik and got wrecked for two days. <laughs> um, but we went on what's called the Golden Circle uh, trip, which is the kind of signature trip should you go to Iceland. Yeah. And that encompasses going through somewhere where they film Game of Thrones. Right. And then you go up um, to this waterfall, which is one of the most incredible things you will ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. It's literally miles long. It's, it's, it's wow. something. It's just otherworldly. Um, and then you go up and you see the um, the geysers where the hot water jets out. Yeah. Anyway, so en route to see the geysers, mm-hmm. the... Um, the, the, the tour guide on the coach has got his little microphones going. Um, now then, when you get there, you will obviously see lots of small streams coming off of where the geysers are as you mm-hmm. make your way up to them. Um, that water is very, very hot. So don't touch it. Hmm. I think we can all, even our even our um, lowest IQ listeners could probably... Work out where this is going. I'll be the judge of that. Thank you very much, Mr. Tour Guide. <laughs> so as you're walking up, I mean, this stream is probably three inches wide, just trickling. Yeah. Either side of it, ice and snow. <laughs> now, my brain can't comprehend no, yeah. that that's going to be boiling hot. No. It was. Oh, mate. Uh, really hurt. Mm-hmm. Got back on the coach. Everyone sits down as they pull away. Okay, who put their hand in the water then? <laughs> Just my knackered oh, hand no. went up in the air. Well, it wasn't going to, but Carol was like, put your hand up. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. fuck's sake. And he was like, hot, isn't it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, burnt the end of my finger, sticking it in a mm. uh, hot stream in Iceland. Nice, nice injury. Mm. So, just, have you got any more hand burnings uh... stories? Or is that in your top five at least? No. No, right. Just a quick one. I Just because you reminded me, I burnt perfect circles into both palms of my hands through drinking um, flaming Sambucas. It was, it, I don't know how it happened, but we were in, I remember it was the first time I went to Ibiza and a guy lit a flaming Sambuca and I put my hand over the top of it and it did, it sort of kind of extinguished the flame, but for some reason the ring on the glass. How long had it been on fire before? I, you... I, I don't even know. Man. I'm assuming that's why I did it. Yeah. But it absolutely nuked my hand. <laughs> and and then... You're not very good with flaming I'm not one. I'm not one for giving, quitting. No. Right? So I then took on another one on the other hand and fucking did the same thing. And it was... Uh, there's a photo somewhere. I don't know what phone it's on. Yeah. But there's a photo where I'm showing my hands and I've got literally two perfect circles where I've burnt my hands. So what a plonker. What an idiot. Right, my number five. So I was thinking, all oh, injuries. And I went right back. And I've got two that I really... Re- I've got one that I sort of subconsciously remember, which is the first one I ever did. So I'll give you that one. But this is probably the first memory I've ever got, ever. This is the first thing I can remember from being conscious. Is I can remember standing in our kitchen. Um, and I was about three or four. I was in the kitchen... And um, we had this big oak 
uh, bench, basically. And I was jumping, I was on the end of one of it. And of course, my brother's there, who, who by that point was like 22, so pretty much a responsible man. And it's uh, it's recorded on tape, this injury, because uh, mum, and, mum and Ross were recording me and we were just all talking and chatting. And mum's like, um, yeah, Ross, don't let him uh, jump up and down on the end of the bench. That's going to be dangerous. And Ross is like, no, no, he's fine. And then you hear, flip, zomp, wallop. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just hear a four-year-old me start screaming. <laughs> and uh, I split my split my lip open like, and put my tooth through my lip. Like, it got stuck, like I don't know if it got stuck in my lip, but it, it made a big yeah. old mess. And that's my first war wound, and it's on. You can't really see it unless I do this. Obviously, listeners, it's not going to help you yeah. very much. Oh yeah, and split my lip open. First thing, and it does. Yeah, just bash my face open. But this, like, if you saw this wooden bench that we we don't have now, um, you, you you'd have been like, oh, you don't want to like fall off that and then just yeah. land on your face. And I landed yeah. right on the corner of it with my face. <laughs> And just smashed my face off. <laughs> but um, the other one, just quickly, I'll slip in the other one, uh, the other memory I got, because I can't really remember the pain of that for some reason, probably because I knocked myself out. Mm. Right? Um, but the other one was quite simply, I my first BMX proper one, it was it was epic, but it had those pedals that looked pretty heavy duty and metal and spiky and well, not metal, but they were hard plastic. The ones that if you slipped off the pedal and they spun around and got you in the shin. Yeah. Fuck me, that was pain. Definitely. And that, that to me is the first memory of real significant yeah. pain that I'll never forget. Like yeah. I remember when that pedal went around and hit whacked me, it got caught me in the knee. And I remember like it was just outside my house and my dad carried me in. And again, I was only about seven or eight. Yeah. And I remember lying on that sofa wailing and like that pain was just I never yeah. felt anything like it. And it's weird, isn't it? That sort of injury. I've never been that good on bikes. And I wonder, when you injure yourself on something, it does sort of put you off, doesn't it? And, and I wonder if that always was something that made me a bit more wary on bikes. I got back on them and had a whale of a time on them. I've done, like, you know, mountain bike and all that shit. But, oh, mate, the pain of just that a simple injury. But the pain was, it stayed with me to this day. Yeah, I've had some, I've had some pretty decent bike stacks. Have you? Yeah. I, when I was very young, I used to live next to a cemetery. And uh, and I used to just go and take my bike over because it was like massive hills in it. So I'd go and steam down these hills in this cemetery. Oh. And well, we were talking about this the other day when you used to be scared. Is that the same cemetery walking through? That's it? the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't running up it this yeah, time. Yeah. I was cycling down yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, and and I remember like losing control of me me bike, a grifter at the time, and coming flying off, and landing on a grave to on them like. Can you remember them like? Sort of like green stones that a lot, yeah. a lot of graves had. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Landing on them and, and they just tore like my knee apart. And I had like, oh. all my knee was like exposed. It was pretty bad. And like, and I remember sort of going home and like, and my mum was like, right, go to hospital. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't want to go to hospital. And she put me in a bath with something that was in a big brown bottle, like some kind of medicine. But it was some say HP sauce. No, it was some kind of fucking uh like not TCP, but it was something like that. Yeah. To clean oh, it. Oh mate. And I just remember being in this bath and like fucking screaming at the pain of that going into like an open oh. cut. I've still got a like, scar on my knee because I should have just gone and got it all yeah, stitched together. But 
thankfully my parent or my mum would generally if I made enough of a scene about not wanting to go to hospital she, she'd let me get away with it you know but, like uh, that time you lost your arm <laughs> she's yes, like no exactly right. exactly alright well look, look I'll, I'll do my number four because mm-hmm. that weren't it um, so if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm probably going to go for when I broke my toe. Oh, <laughs> um, that was horrible. Because that was so. I, I, do you know what? I'll see if I can find the picture of my toe, oh, and we'll use it for the artwork. Yeah. Um, because that was ridiculous. So, yeah. um, I used to go and meet. Um, this fellow I know called Dean um, down at uh, this, this this gym in Basel in, in, me, in me lunch hour and uh, and we'd spar and it, like like Thai boxing sparring so for, 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 to give a bit of insight into that that means you don't have shoes or socks on or you, you know you're barefoot and uh, and Thai boxing he's punching and kicking uh, amongst other bits and a big part of Muay Thai is, is low kicks, isn't it? It's mm. leg kicks, where uh, you sort of oh, you, and you kick yeah. with your shin, and uh, and and you you know if you can kick people on the thighs, then it's uh, it, you know it stops you from moving about too much. And it was only sparring. It's my mate, and and we was um, we was moving around the, the ring, and, and we've been going a couple of rounds, and then he threw this kick, and and again, you, if you check a kick, that's where you kind of in Muay Thai you bring your you sort of you, you knee up to the bottom of your elbow, and you you create almost like a a, a line of defence, really. Mm. But it went 
he'd kind of gone to sweep my leg. And so I'd, I'd, I'd reacted by bringing my knee up thinking he was trying a low kick. And so his leg then went underneath my foot, but on its way under, took my big toe with it. And so I heard it snap oh. and I had my, 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 my leg pad on, like and you a leg pad, then it goes down the front of your foot and your yeah. toes sort of hang out the edge. Yeah. And so I remember <laughs> thinking, oh shit. And I, I pulled the, the pad off and I, I, I had boxing gloves on. So I remember sort of biting my glove to get my glove off and could see that my toe was hanging, like facing down, like oh, almost oh. like it was hanging off the edge of me, me foot. And I, the adrenaline was still pumping. I just panicked and tried to push it back in. <laughs> and as I pushed it back in, which I did manage to do, I pushed it back in wrong. And so it was kind of the wrong angle. And then the adrenaline stopped. And then the fucking pain kicked in. And the, then the panic kicked in that I'd really fucked my foot up. And I just thought, oh, shit. Obviously, my mate Dean's <laughs> going, fucking, I'm so sorry. Oh, are you all right? And I was like, you know, just being like what lads are. Yeah, yeah I'm fine, mate. And obviously I weren't. I was fucked. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, you're going to have to take me to hospital though, mate. I said, like, I couldn't drive. No. <laughs> and uh, and so what? Another, another thing that's key to this story is when you do Muay Thai, you wear really garish Thai shorts mm. that are quite short. Mm. Um, so I had them on and then got took to Basildon Hospital, which isn't the most A&E at Basildon Hospital. He's not the most mellow understanding environment to no. be sitting in with a pair of um bright yellow and blue satin style yeah. lacy tassely looks like you just cut you've had an incident at chariots doesn't it it doesn't look like yeah in the middle of mardi gras um it's it's crazy and i'm sitting in there and people were walking in looking me up and down tutting at what I was wearing like I was trying to be a tough guy sitting in my it's like going to fucking A&E in a karate suit yeah. Like, and people instantly just think oh that tough guy and then they would look me up and down and think you fucking idiot what are you wearing and then when they'd finished looking down they'd then see my toe and then they were like oh my god because it was still sort of facing the wrong way it was now sort of facing underneath my other remaining four toes uh, and was literally like a cartoon toe where it gets hit with a hammer and was like literally twice the size and bright red. And what? Oh, mate, fuck me, that hurt. I remember phoning Carol and going, I'm in hospital. And she was like, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like, um, I've, I've broke my big toe. And uh, she was like, oh, my God, like, are you all right? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And she said, oh, how did you do it? I said, oh, I was tie boxing. She went, idiot, put the phone down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I kind of could get a shoe on after about a week. Um, Pain level when it, when it happened out of ten. When it happened, mm. none. Yeah, I reckon about two minutes later. Yeah, seven. Seven. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then it never healed right, and I've now got like the X-ray showed I've got loads of arthritis in it. Um, and riddled about a month later, the nail fell off and then grew back, but then grew back in growing. And uh, oh. which I had to have lots of treatment for, which hurt more than the toe. Oh, having that ingrown toenail dealt with, and so now people's my big toe is quite grim. 
Yeah, one is. half of the now is dead and black all the time, and the other half is fine, and it's just bent the wrong way. And, in, and like today, we, we had snow last night. Mm. Um, like I can't feel my big toe. Like yeah, the, the it does, it does do it, doesn't it? When if, you break a, a finger or a toe, yeah. like you can't start feeling things. Like yeah, I, I totally agree. Mate. Quite crap. Awful. Uh, on on breaking on f- nails and stuff. I, I had a special mention. I was in the playground once playing basketball, and my mate passed me the ball, and it hit me on the very top of the thumb, and bent exactly in half my thumbnail, ninety degrees back. So it ripped it out, but bent it in half. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, that is not a nice thing to look at. I mean, it was painful. I and mean, uh, what are you going to do with it? Is it going to come off or is it going to go I back? Pushed, you... I pushed it back down. Gross. Oh, mate, it weren't, it weren't pretty. No. My, 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 mate, my mate who passed it to me, zero sympathy. He went, well, that was your fault. And I'm like, I oh, know, it's just quite painful. <laughs> but yeah. No, Shit, mate, I, I thought, mate, that broken toe, mate, is just... What, it looks so sexy. What are you having for your four? Weirdly, my number four is um, combat sport related as well. It was when I broke a rib. Okay. So I was... I, I, I broke a rib. Yeah, so I wasn't quite... I wasn't a black belt. I reckon I was only in the mid... Sort of like the mid grades. But I was obviously quite young because I was a bit of a... Like the prodigal son, as we well know. Yeah. I wasn't doing fireballs or anything like that at that point. But anyway, the, the teacher said to me... What, it was in a class. It was just kids. It wasn't in an adult class. Sorry, Chris. Can I just have a sip of my coffee? Of course you can, mate. Is it there? Is that it? You got oh, it? No, you didn't make me one. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I was well, just I taking pause. a piss. I don't know I can pause it. Back, um, to your, back to your story. Yeah, so basically, it was my uh, sensei, and he was like, right, well, I'm going to show you all now what I think is the most powerful kick in the world. We were like, wicked. Chris, grab a pad. And, you know, that's how you always do it. It was a big body pad, so it was a big lengthy one and that. I was I was only like 10, so it was nothing of me. And it, it's just a, it's a knife edge kick, Yokogeri, which you rare, you never see in, in like, UFC or anything like that, which I think is a shame. But anyway, I think he just miscalculated how, how hard he was going to kick it or how much of a wimp I was. Mm. And... He kicked me, and it, I'm not going to go, oh, he knocked me six foot across the room or anything like that, but he kicked me across the room. Like, mm. I, I don't know how far. I can't. I honestly can't remember. I must have been quite close to where I landed, mm. but it, it had to be a couple of feet. Like, whether or not it was lifting me off or it just knocked me back a couple of feet, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. It happened all so quickly. But he probably knocked, he knocked me flying. And that wasn't the injury wasn't from his sidekick that done it. It was the fact that I, I, the, the pad had gone, and as I landed, for some reason in this gym, there was just a metal heavy-duty safe against the wall. Really, really good thing to have in a, in a dojo. And I landed on my rib, just cracking on the side of that safe. And like you said with your um, with your toe, it's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't, you know, it was that was too hard. Yeah. And like, there's no problem, Sensei. Got up, at, you know, it hurt. Mm. But it, the pain levels weren't ex- extreme. They really weren't. Like, it just hurt. And then I carried on with the, um, you know, what we were doing. And one of the last things we did was went to do sort of like press-ups. And I started doing press-ups. And on about the, the fifth, on about the 500 of one, um, <laughs> I had just, just started coughing up phlegm and, and all sorts of nasty stuff. There weren't too much blood in there and I just collapsed. <laughs> I was like, and then, and that's when the pain started. Did you get awarded your black belt out of guilt? 
<laughs> yeah, he's to stop me from suing him. Stop him going to police. Do you know what? No one gave a shit. Really? Like, well, in the sense of, no, he didn't get told off. Did he not? My mum Did he not have me. to tell you three times that he's a uh, he's a dangerous man and what he's about <laughs> to uh, unleash? You've been listening to my story. You've been looking at all the gags you can say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You got to, and I started hyperventilating. It's the only time I've hyperventilated. Yeah. But I was finding it really, really difficult to catch my breath and that. Yeah. He was probably thinking, "I've killed, I've killed one of my students." <laughs> <laughs> but no one, although no one phoned an ambulance. Yeah. Maybe. They were just like. Running oh, off. He, he might he might yeah. stop doing all of this in a in a minute. Yeah. Like, all the phlegm and that pouring out my face, and uh, my mum was just there like, oh dear, oh dear, you'll be all right in a little bit. And then we went and got a scan. And they were like, yes, yeah, yeah, you know, he has broken it. He's uh, how did that happen? Oh, a thirty year old man just kicked him across the room into <laughs> told, a safe. Told everyone, told a load of other kids he was going to show you what the hardest kick Literally, is. That's what he said. He he's like, you guys want to see something neat? <laughs> Where's that dumb shit, Chris? <laughs> Yes, sir. I'll still hold the pad. Hold this. Oh man, that was there. Uh, that was that was great. <laughs> I loved it. So I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast on the way over here uh, yeah. today, and he was talking um, to Michael Bispin, and they were talking about injuries. Yeah. And and Bispin was saying that his neck's screwed and his back screwed, and, and all these things are wrong. His knees are shot, and all for obviously combat sports. Yeah. But then they were talking about the neck being damaged. Yeah. And so much of that they said was come from wrestling. Yeah. And and he said that recently I think Rogan said that someone recently at um Alpha Mal, um yeah. your our Faber's gym, uh went to shoot uh, at the same time they're going for a guillotine. Yeah. And they both went down and snapped his neck. Oh no. And, uh, yeah. Is he paralyzed? Walk. Yeah. Permanently? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucked, isn't it? Oh mate, that's so sad. <laughs> It, 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 that, I mean, that is tragic. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, in any well, combat or a, any sport that requires some oh, kind of physicality, it, even if it's like F1, there's, 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 there's lots dead. of neck breaks, isn't there? In, in yeah. when scrums collapse in, in rugby, yeah. Oh, I think, and I'm sure, you know, horse racing, equestrian, and things like that, people getting thrown off horses, muscles, all sorts of neck and back mm-hmm. issues. I, 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 I think I'm right in saying that, that I'm sure it's either rugby or this is a bit of glass and guesswork here. I'm sure it's either rugby or Horse riding has statistically more injuries than something like boxing. Yeah. All right. But, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My three. Number three. Um, I'm going to go for uh, biting my tongue. Oh. So I have an issue with confined spaces. Yeah. I don't like being trapped. And I've mm-hmm. told you before, I don't like hitting my head. Because I'm tall, <laughs> yeah. I, I can sometimes bang my head a lot. Yeah. And when I bang my head, I get angry yeah. because it makes me feel like I'm being stupid by banging my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was a window fitter and you'd be in a um, like a downstairs toilet, which is quite a small room generally, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would generally have a very small window. Yeah. And so sometimes if they had one of these in a flat, you couldn't mastic the window in from the outside, from the outside. Yeah. So I would try and have to lean my head out of this small window yeah. and get an arm through it to try and mastic it in from the inside oh. because the window company was too yeah. tight to pay for scaffolding or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. 
So I'm already in this room, which is very, very small. Doesn't suit you, yeah. Um, and I've leant out of the window, just just my head. Before I've even tried to get my arm out, my friend Keith, who, who was my the, the like my partner at work, went Stuart. And I, and I thought, oh, Keith, you it's Joe. And I was like, oh. So I've gotten to pull my head through. Oh, no. But as I've pulled my head through, I've hit the top of my yeah. head on the, the top of the frame. Yeah. To which your natural response is to move down. But it was a tiny little window. So as I've moved down, I've smacked my chin on the other side. Which, and my tongue was oh. poking out. So I literally hit the top of my head in the bottom of my head and then <laughs> bit my tongue. And like literally my mate Keith has undone the door and I'm holding the top and the bottom of my head and I am like trying my hardest not to smash this yeah, downstairs yeah, bathroom up yeah, because yeah. I'm I've got mental rage now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going fucking crazy. Um but all insular. Yeah. Um A I can't That's even shout because it. I'm holding my head yeah, yeah. top and bottom together anyway, uh with just a mouthful of oh. blood where I bit my tongue in bits. But, uh, yeah, and it's one of them things every now and again when you bite your tongue, it just reminds you what a shit pain that is. Yeah, and it's like anything like that or you're chewing the inside of the mouth, you, yeah. you've reached peak stupidity. Yeah. You, you you got to the point where you're eating, you're eating yourself, yeah. which as a human being is like the dumbest thing you can yeah. do, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but that pain that leads to rage, pain rage, is yeah. like, I think that's how, I don't know if a lot of guys deal with it, but I know exactly what you mean. Because when I get hurt, I think when you're a kid, when you get hurt, like I said, when I banged my knee, there was a lot yeah. of tears there. Yeah. It's not tears now. It's utter, it's utter anger. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just ready to dis- kill the world, basically. Car- uh, I've said things before where you stub your little toe. Oh. And it's amazing how you can fit four swear words into one sentence. <laughs> how you can literally go, come fuck brick bollocks. Yeah. Like in one Blast, and it's weird that you don't ever say "ouch." You always just have an abundance of yeah of swear words. Just and just rattle off. Every time I stub my big toe, literally a second after, I nearly break a knuckle. Yeah, because I will punch something. Yeah, I have to punch something. Yeah, like, well, I don't have to, but if yeah. there's something like you got to think like if it was pure marble, I'm not going to punch that. That's yeah. just absolute shit. But People? if there's if there's oh. a was that girlfriend or girlfriend, something like that floating yeah, around, they're again. in trouble. <laughs> but you know, like a good bit of wood, like a door, a door. Like most doors are quite good to punch because it can yeah. take it, and also you probably won't do yourself too much of a mischief. Yeah. Because I just have to get it out. Like, yeah. uh, it's so weird that it is. It is weird. Um, oh, good shout, mate. I. I suffer from ulcers, which aren't really in- injuries that I inflict myself per se, except for when I bit my the side of my thing, my, my cheek. But I have had an injury, like an ulcer on my tongue, that was so bad that I, I mean, I was doing saltwater mouthwashes, but I did this saltwater mouthwash, and I think I put too much salt in it, and the ulcer started profusely bleeding. And I went into shock in the bathroom just there. And my flatmate at the time, Mark, came in and I had no colour. And he was just like, he couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, I couldn't hit him or yeah. do anything because I was incapacitated. Yeah. The pain, he just said you were like a sheep. He probably the- thought you'd done another animal. Was- <laughs> 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 I'd wipe it down. So, yeah, mouth pain is just just shit. Number three, CGT. Right, this is a real wincer, this one, mate. All right. 
I think I've mentioned it to you before, but I'll go more into detail because of the, for the listeners and that. But I'm about 14. And this is all sorts of pain, this is, right? right. This, is, this is like psychological and emotional pain as well, okay. as well right? 14, and we go uh, with the school to a place called... Um, what was it called? It's somewhere in Upminster, and it's a activity centre. Yep. That has a wicked climbing wall that's about 60 foot. Mm-hmm. You camp out overnight. Stubbers. Stubbers, brother. Yep. Stubbers. Yep. Have you been? Uh, the kids go, yeah. Oh, that's so cool to hear that's still going. Yeah. Right? It was wicked time. 14, though, and you're like, all the girl, all of a sudden, girls are taking on a completely different new form, aren't they? So you're, this is so attra- relative to a, my next attract- one as well. You're attracted to... Attracted to the girls, and you know, you don't want to make a fool of yourself yeah. and whatever. And we go out onto this jetty, and we've all got there's two of us per uh, they're called toppers, sailboats, right? Two yep. of us per topper, and they're giving us all the safety instructions and all that. And I think we've got our life jackets on by this point. I don't think we had fucking life jackets. We didn't have life jackets on, right? This is crazy. Right? Fuck off. Well, I, I think I don't think we did because of this, right? If we did, may, maybe I'm wrong, but right. I, I know what happened. Okay. So whether so or not my memory's a bit hazy on one specific detail, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they got us all standing on a topper sailboat and go, you've got to have good balance for these things, right? Right. Now, how are these... Toppers are stored. Is they've got their? They haven't got the mast. The mast is up, but the the, the whatever the fucking what is it called? The the sail isn't yep. out. But all the rudders on the back of the boat, which are about two foot long, and plat and made of really hard plastic, and have obviously a rudder's edge is sharp. Yep. It's just not down into the water. It's horizontal to the water, just out in a line right. like that. Right. And we're all standing there, and the, 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 this uh, uh, this person's going, right, we're all going to see who's got good balance. Obviously, Danny LaRusso over here is like, yeah. I'm, I'm in the gym team. I've got I'm, this. I'm, 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 I've got the balance of a cat. Yeah. And well and truly, everyone's yeah. in the water, and then Danny LaRusso is standing on the end of this boat, and for love nor money, this guy can't shake this boat hard enough right. to get me in the water. And then... You know, everyone's watching now, and I'm thinking, oh, the girls must think this is really cool and that. Yep. And then he, instead of shaking it, he decides he's just going to fucking kick the fuck up, like proper shunt it. And finally, I go, and it all went slow motion, because as I went up, because I know I'd lost my balance, so I just jumped. And as I jumped, and I'd committed, I looked down, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that rudder, Fuck. was exactly where I was about to land and both my legs were split apart. No way. And I, I remember just seeing it because it all happened uh, probably in a second. You know, yeah. really, it felt like a second, but it felt a lot longer when I was looking at... I couldn't... I, I, it was almost... There was no way my legs were going to close in time yeah. to stop what was going to happen to me. And I just landed legs akimbo on this plastic rudder. And I went underwater, so then I was drowning... But, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... Because I didn't bob straight back up. Yeah. And as I was underwater, I remember just screaming <laughs> with pain. Like, ah! I was in absolute fucking agony. And I remember coming up and like... But the embarrassment had overtaken yeah. my fucking... And the shame of it all. And all the girls laughing. It's like, well, Chris won't have a penis now, so we don't want to date him. 
I remember going to Walton, there's like 30 kids all just laughing at me. But the, that pain, that was not a fuck, that was not a pleasant experience. I, luckily, it didn't cut my balls open. So that's interesting, right? Because I'm going to... Mine is, is in a similar ballpark. And, uh, <laughs> Forgive the pun. But I want to talk about me mate, John. He had something similar where he'd gone swimming with a school mm-hmm. and... They were getting changed and someone had thrown his pants on top of the lockers. <laughs> Classic. And he was like, oh, yeah, great. So he's got his towel round his, like, round his waist and he's climbed up on an open locker door yeah. to get his pants from the top of the lockers. Oh, and as he's oh, got man. it, he's slipped, come down, ripped his nuts open, <laughs> to, wrapped him in a blanket, put him in a wheelchair... And as everyone's getting on the coach to go back to school, the ambulance crew are like reversing him out of the, the thing. He said, I just remember being like pushed up this ramp into a wheelchair, like holding my nuts in a blanket with the whole school. It's going, hey! It's fucking <laughs> so harsh. Um, oh my God. <laughs> ripping your nuts open on a locker. Oh, but so my number two is, is, is a swimming pool. And as you said, I think I was probably about 12, maybe 13. And Wednesday nights, everyone at my school would go to the swimming pool. And uh, and at the time, there was this there was this girl called Claire. And uh, and I proper fancied her. Yeah. And uh, and at the time, I was I was swimming for for uh, for Thurrock. Mm. And I used to go on a Friday night to, to the swimming club, and I and I, cool. and I got pretty good at swimming. Yeah. And uh, so part of that was I used to be able to do some more dives and things like that because I had all the Olympic diving boards yeah. in there. So I was quite confident in the water. Mm. And so I've gone swimming with me mate Glenn and uh, and Claire and her mate. And I remember just like. Because I, I didn't really have the confidence to, to sort of, I don't know, talk to girls. It was just one of them nights where everything was going really well. Yeah, I know. Well, the stars uh, align and you feel uh, a bit more relaxed. And I was and... just thinking, oh, wow. like you know, I'm, And it was probably the first time that like I'd spoke to a girl that I fancied, that I, you know, that I thought, wow, this, I might actually get her to be my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And so it was all... me of another story as well. Go on, <laughs> and like... And so we were chatting away and that, and then I started oh, saying... that feeling that you get as It was well. amazing. Yeah. It was just completely innocent and, like, just everything's to come. Yeah. And you don't know what that's going to be, but it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> so I decided, because um, we was talking about um, that I do the Thurrock Swimming Club. Yeah. And she was like, oh, right. She said, can you go off that, like, the big boards up there? And like the top ball, uh, yeah, there was, yeah, was yeah. super high. Yeah, well, is this black shots? Yeah, she's like, yeah. And uh, yeah. this was originally like this. We're going oh, the, way back. Not, not even the because there was the dive proper diving boards, and then there was the the, the wider flat. platform. But there used to be one above. That. Oh my god! And how old was you? Thirteen. That takes but, some balls. But I'd done that anyway. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. not any right. bearing on okay. this story right, as such. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, that took some guts though to do that. Yeah. And real guts. And. uh I remember going, yeah, I can do dives. But recently I'd learned to do the one just from the side of the water, oh. or the side of the pool, where you just stand there yeah. and you jump and yeah. you go up yeah. 
and literally kick your legs up above you and you try yeah. and go oh, straight it's a cracking in the wall. One, isn't it? I love that dive. It's like, my, probably my favourite. Yeah. You know, not so you sort of diving out. No, you're no, diving up, up and down. And it's the best dive. Oh, I love that one. And she went, I'll do one. I went, all right. And I just thought, this is fucking great. So I've got out of the pool and she's standing there with her mate. Oh, shoot. And I'm like, What's going to happen? Here we go. And so I stood on the end and I jumped up and then I turned in the air. My legs went up. And I think at that point, I just thought, probably should have gone to the deep end for this. And like, what? Oh, my so I mean, God. three foot six. And uh, I was in the shallow end because she was just standing up in it. And we was only about 13, so you we weren't that tall. fucking idiot. And so as I've gone down, I've just thought, oh, dear. And I smashed my mouth and like <laughs> my nose. But my front tooth there's capped there because... I lost half a tooth and I remember just going down and I could still hear the noise of hitting my tooth on the bottom of that pole. Oh, mate. And because it's magnified in your head anyway, yeah, it's course. magnified underwater. Well, it's in your skull. So yeah. you're going to, yeah. And, uh, and I remember just literally coming back up out of the water <laughs> and she was all pleased that I'd done the dive and it probably looked quite good. Yeah. And I was like, man, smash my tooth. And I was like, literally, he was like, I'm really upset. And yeah, I didn't get to date Claire, but, uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. You like, really didn't deserve to date Claire, mate, because you can't be diving in a shallow <laughs> end of a, she probably I'm, went, he's now hindsight. permanently disfigured it, it, and he it, was a yeah. fucking moron. In, a, in hindsight, I was lucky I hit my math. Yeah. Cause the amount of people that dive off stuff and oh, hit their yeah, head and yeah. break their neck or oh, kill definitely. them, you know, it's, it's, it's dangerous it's like stuff. With, uh, ice hockey pucks, isn't it? It's like, if, if you see a puck hurtling towards your face, you're supposed mm. to face it and let it chew your face up. Yeah. You're not supposed to turn away from it. Cause if it hits your, the, your skull, yeah. it'll kill you. So right. that's how they say to them. Mate, that, your story about the girls and that and doing something in front of girls reminded me of that when I went, um, we had skiing lessons before we went to Italy. When, again, I was about 14. And as I was, I was having a good year that year with the girls. And I finally, on the way up to this ski, on the dry ski slopes, which are brutal, horrible things yeah. if you've ever been on one, I was on a bus, small little bus, and sat opposite me was, was Louise, and I'm not going to give her a surname because she'll definitely be listening to this, yeah. Louise Kuma. And um, she, I thought she was absolutely, I ended up dating her mate basically yeah. but I really fancied Louise yeah. and 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 we were chatting and like you say you know when everything you say all your jokes and your, what you're doing is just landing yeah and and we're in this bus and we're getting on a house on fire and I'm like I cannot believe my luck here and I had that knot in my stomach because I had really pined cr- crushed she's probably the first girl I really insanely yeah. crushed on and then we got to the ski slopes and that, and we, we did a few bits and pieces, and I was I pick, was picking up relatively quickly. So it took us up a bit further, and as I was going down, I was like, oh, no, do you know what? I'm going to go a little bit faster here. So I went parallel for a little bit and thought, well, yeah, no, I'll just get past their group and just show them, you know, what's up. And anyway, <laughs> I went to go into snowplow because it's literally I think we'd been up there once before so yeah. I went to hit snowplow just to wash the speed off at the end of this thing anyway whatever it was I went to do the snowplow my I hit a little bump and my legs both went straight again and I couldn't get control back of my skis <laughs> And it was like Frank Spencer. <laughs> I started flying down this last part of the slope. <laughs> and I looked up just quickly and saw her group 
and they were watching me because my hands was, my arms were impending death, but you've still got to check. My arms were flailing. <laughs> and the only thing that stopped me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. He was at the end of this, like this ski run, was this metal wire fence. And I hit it and the whole thing shook. But I got completely tied up in it. Like a fly in a, in a, in a, in a web. And yeah, and then at that point I couldn't look at her. I was like, it's cool, it's cool. But the shame. Ingenious. Oh man! So what are we got? My actual number two, um, uh, my dick. I'm not. Yeah, uh, yeah my my dick. I mean, <laughs> we we've gone into that in the drunk cast at length. I think this, uh, yeah. uh, the, the, like last month. So definitely, if you want to hear the full details, yeah. of the the savage damage that I did to my own penis. That's on the uh, drunk cast, isn't it? It's on the drunk cast, mate. Yeah. So this drunk cast, it would have been part. Was there four parts? Three or four. Yeah. yeah it's the last part because yeah, I'd left by then. Yeah, you'd had enough, um, and you didn't want to. You didn't want the guilt of hearing about the injury you'd done to me, and. That that injury, I mean, it was quite consistently painful. Yeah. But the biggest problem was that it just wasn't ever healing, yeah. and that I couldn't, you know, do anything about it. Yeah. And when you've got a new partner and that, and you quite, you know, you really want to sort of like that that honeymoon period or whatever. Yeah. And every time we thought, oh no, that's done. 
that's better it, now. It we do it, and then I do myself another mischief, and that that, that is how, that has been going. And I only love re- that term, do myself a mischief. It's done yourself a mischief. Um, that happened. That that was going from August. Yeah. So yeah, man, that was just an absolute thing, and it's the psychological stress of it as well, because when your knob is like it's looking poorly, it's visibly looking yeah. like you're asking yourself. I mean, when where does this stop? Like, do I need to get my point painters cut off? <laughs> oh. So, yeah. So, I'm just going to say, guys, you need to listen back to the drunk cast to get the full details of how I tore my penis to shreds. So, th- th- this is this is great that, that the warm-up to this has been impressing girls and penises because that's my number one. <laughs> okay, great. So, fast forward to me being... 20 and I met my probably second proper girlfriend yeah um and uh and I've been with her maybe three weeks yeah and uh and something that we do every year is we go to um Canton Gang's house for a firework display yeah <laughs> and and, it, and it, it's a regular thing, and uh, and Cunt and I generally are responsible for letting off the fireworks. Yeah. And uh, and obviously it's changed now where everyone brings their kids, but back then it was all of our mates. Yeah. We'd all get very drunk. Yeah. And be uh, irresponsible with fireworks. Yeah. Um. So. I've took my new girlfriend to meet all of my mates. I thought, well, come to fireworks because it's a, an opportunity for you to meet all of my, my friends. Yeah. She'd met a couple because previous to this, I might have told this story on the podcast. Um, I was playing a gig in my band yeah. where I had my green furry trousers on, which had no belt line on. Same and I got thing. to meet all her mates because they come to watch my band. <laughs> right, yeah. And as they walked in the venue, I walked up to say hello and uh, come from company again, <laughs> run up behind me and pulled my trousers and pants down. I went, hello, <laughs> like that. So before I'd even said hello to any of her friends or met any of them, I'm standing there with my cock and balls out <laughs> in front of them in the middle of a nightclub. Um, but So we're back to fireworks night and, and I've introduced her to all of my friends and... And I just thought, yeah, she's she's cracking this girl, and uh, so I was letting the fireworks off. And then as the night develops, you get a little bit more cocky. Maybe sometimes sellotape another firework to another mm-hmm. one, and, oh, and, and you know. Yeah. However, what we'd also done before we'd gone to the fireworks, we we set up the thing that we was going to let the fireworks off in like. A plant pot or something like that full of dirt but about a meter in front of that was i'd say a a lump of an iron rod set in concrete that was probably about three foot high (laughs) that used to slot the washing line over so we'd remove the washing line and obviously you've just got this three foot lump of iron set in concrete so we've decided for like a bit of a crescendo to tape a few fireworks together. And I was like, I'm lighting this fucker. <laughs> and like, and so I'm standing there. I said, to, I said to Natalie, I went, this is, <laughs> this is going to be the bollocks, this firework, watch this. And so as I've lit it, 
one of the smaller ones tied to the rocket mm. has gone. And I'm like, shit. And obviously everyone's kind of kind of <gasps> like, and as I've sort of turned away, so imagine I've sort of turned around because I'm, I'm crouched down lighting it. And I think there was like three small, like sort of the little fantasy ones tied to the rocket. The rocket hadn't lit, but the other three had now lit themselves. And so as I've turned around in almost like a starting position, I've pushed off to go up, but just pushed my nuts straight into the iron pole uh. and then collapsed backwards <laughs> on the floor, unable to move, whilst three rockets are going off by the side <laughs> of my face. <laughs> like three fountains even. So I'm just getting covered in all the stuff that's pouring out the yeah, fireworks, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can't move because yeah. I've literally just sprinted in my nuts into an iron bar. That is a spectacular... Covered in like wet mud... And just, like, everybody going, you wanker. And then sort of stood up and had to sort of make my way back to my, my, my new bow. And you go, all right. Well, everyone noticed that because while I was having that injury, a yeah. fireworks display was happening next <laughs> to me. illuminating me in a fetal Your position stupidity. holding my nuts. Uh, yeah, that really hurt. That That's- fucking hurt, that did. Uh, Every part of it. Not your pride as much as Yeah, I else. think the pride hurt more. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, does. it does, but yeah. So, what are you what are you going for for your number one? Um, um, Stu, I'm going to have to just pause this for two okay. seconds, mate. Back in the room, back in the room, We're yes, back in the room. Tag number one, Christopher Glasson. So, mine isn't. I don't think mine's as spectacular because I don't think anyone can have an injury whilst underneath a firework display no. going off by his nuts and face. Yeah. It's too good. Even when I'm in agony and humiliate myself, I want the most attention I can get. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm, there's only one person I know who probably beat that. is Justin. Somehow he's done something that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mine is, the reason why it's made number one is because it's just been constant a nightmare since I was 16, really. You're and talking was, about your cock again? No, oh. no, no. It's when I fucked my back up. Yeah. And that has all the elements of shame with it as well. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Like, I, the first time I'd done it, so as much as I like to boast, that, you know, I'm, I'm like this prodigal snowboarder karate expert. Mm. Obviously not. I tried a front kick the other day, and mm-hmm. I think I, I, if I'd have played it back, it looked like it was in slow motion. I'm like, right. I'm definitely not in any way, shape, or form capable of martial arts anymore. Yeah. And but the two things I'm really noticeably shit at: go karting <laughs> and um, and football. Football, I am real bad, real, yeah. real, real bad. But I don't mind getting stuck in and having a go. Back yeah. when we were at college, and we were having this game on the field over at Palmer's, quite a big field, isn't it, out yeah. front? And there must have been about 30 lads, 30, 40 lads playing this yeah. game of football, right? So it wasn't like a normal game of football. Yeah. It was a good old laugh. All, once again, quite a lot of the girls are watching. And I do this wicked skill. <laughs> like, there's good footballers on this pitch, yeah. right? And I do this wicked skill where someone passes me the ball and I start running forward with it. And then <laughs> I, just, I just stand on the football. I just stand on the football and like comedy go my legs go completely from out underneath me above my head oh. and I land on my hip and it's painful man I land in an awkward way and it twists my top half one way and my bottom half the other way and it immediately really hurts and because there's upwards of about well the lads on the pitch plus everyone watching there's probably about 50 people there I'm like I mean this is this is the most shameful moment of my yeah. life 
Because who just, whilst dribbling, manages to stand on the ball and, and throw themselves that far in there? I don't think I could have done it if I, if you yeah. asked me to. And I got up and I was like, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. And it was killing. And as I was running about, I was 16 and I didn't understand what long-term injuries were. I didn't understand what how important your back was really or how you could injure it. And I carried running around and that definitely started to make that injury worse because I was obviously con- continually pinching the nerve yeah. that I'd managed to trap as I did it, right? And then for about two weeks, I was in some real bother with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, it, it wasn't that I couldn't go to uni, um, college, but I was, in, I was in a lot of pain with it. By about a month, it, the pain had stopped. It was summer, obviously. I was in my back garden and at my mum's house, mum and dad's house, the back garden is split into three sections and it keeps on going up and levels and every level goes up by about three foot and goes onto another patch of grass, yeah. basically. But the bottom level is concrete. One day, me and Jay are playing out there and I just, we, we had to go in for some reason. So I was always, I'd always just jump down the levels because why wouldn't you? You're young and sprightly and that. And I jumped down on that last level and as I just jumped... I landed on, for some reason, there was a fucking football in my back garden. <laughs> a guy who never played football ever. Yeah. And I was like, there's football there. And same thing, same foot, stood on it, couldn't do anything about it. Same thing happened. My legs went out from underneath me, yeah. pretty much above my head, and I landed on my hip hard. And it was game over. Jay carried me into the lounge. <laughs> And that's where I stayed for about two weeks. Yeah. I was fucked, mate. I was absolutely done. Like, breathing, pretty much, was a, breathing was about a two out of ten on the pain scale, you know. Sneezing put you up to about a six. It made your eyes water. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it was just a constant six. And, and then I've had treatment on it. I went to the osteopath. And when he cracked my back, I basically couldn't walk out of the fucking place. Yeah. And went into shock because of the pain. When you fuck your back, it is no joke. And that will rarely ever... Like, I don't know many people who, once you do it... I don't have a lot of bother from it now. I guarantee, right, up until I hurt my back, my dad's back is really bad. His top half of his body, when his back goes, his top half of his body moves about three inches to one side. So his hips... Mate. His, it, it's so weird. His whole body moves to one side. It's, it's so weird to see. And... And obviously, he was in a lot of pain, like shuffling around whenever his back went. And a little bit of me was like, hey, yeah. bad back. Yeah. And like, then I was just out jogging one day and I just stepped off the curb as I was running home. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, my back twinged yeah. then. And like, I weren't sprinting. No. I was just jogging as I'd done every day for as long as I remember. And I was like, and then I just thought, right, just run it off. And I was literally right near home. And then I, I got in, and I thought, God, my back is playing up a bit there. I'm going to go and lay down. I laid on my bed for about two minutes. I went to get up, and I I don't think I got up and walked properly for about five weeks. And it was sciatica. Yeah. And That's a horrible and I, injury. I, or pain. To, and I'll rate that 10 mm. out of 10. Yeah. Um, when that bites. Yeah. And... Some I have other people to say, oh, yeah, I'll get it, like, standing up and sitting down. I couldn't walk. I yeah. could not walk. And, oh, the, I mean, I had um, acupuncture, yeah. osteopaths, yeah. Um, and I, I'm not being funny. 
not that I did, but if I had a million pound in the bank that day and someone would have said, yeah, oh, mate, that guy waste a million pound, I would have been like, here they go. Mate, I, I used to say, of all, all the things, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish back pain yeah. on my worst enemy. Because yeah. when and I think people who don't get it, they are like, yeah, whatever. When yeah. you've got it, mate, there is nothing like it, is it, man? And and the thing is, it still goes now, yeah. but it only goes properly once every two years, and yeah. it'll be like two or three days. And I'll do something as simple. I've done it, picking up a DVD case yeah. and 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 picking up my toothbrush. Yeah. That simple, twisting, not far, just leaning yeah. over, and I can feel my back drop out, and your legs almost go, and yeah. you're like, and you're just stuck there, almost mental, froze. Crazy. There All you right. go, folks. There's your top five. Well, that's, that's moaning, really, wasn't it? Yeah, there's um, our top five moaning. Ailments. Ailments. Yeah. Let's hear yours. What things have you done that make, would make us wince and go, ooh. Tell us some good ones about your balls. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, or your flange. Because <laughs> you saw a flange there, mate. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Uh, as we said at the beginning, if you want more, head over to www.patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing and support the podcast um, yep. and get... There's probably about 50 episodes over there now that you've yeah. never heard. So go over there and get stuck in. Um, and, yeah, thanks a lot. Catch you soon. Bye. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.